What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 29 of Some Kind of Podcast. As always, this is a podcast where we entertain you by discussing what entertains us. I'm your host, Christian, and joined always by the amazing Cody. Oh, hey. The breathtaking Tim changes. Oh, I'm breathtaking. Hey. And the unforgettable Stephen. Hey. <laughs> we are ready to talk your ears off about everything we love about the entertainment industry. As a quick reminder, next week we will be recording a special episode of Some Kind of Podcast. Uh, that we have tentatively named Toasty Twos, our own rendition of the um, internet series known as Hot Ones. Uh, for those who don't know, it's the show where you eat wings, supremely hot sauces on them that continuously keep getting hotter and hotter while you answer questions and attempt to keep up a conversation. Uh, Cody was nice enough to order the official set, and I, for one, cannot wait to see how we all handle this. It's going to uh, be rough. Badly. <laughs> badly. It's safe to say this will be a little bit explicit in the curse word department, so please tune in and have a few laughs with us as we watch, as you watch us struggle along through that process. Uh, but just be warned and apologies in advance for a bit of profanity. That they, if Cody said was going to go through and I'm going to bleep it, I'm going to okay. try. I'm going to try and edit and censor as much as I can. There's okay. a fair chance that I'm going to miss some because it it just depends. Well, anyways, you've been warned, so if he misses some, it's on you. Not you, Cody, but you, listener. <laughs> uh, anyways, so for this week... <laughs> so for this week in the entertainment industry, um, there's been a few items of interest released, uh, really just kind of in the Marvel uh, universe. Uh, first off, the movie Shang-Chi and the Legend of, uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. Also need to make a statement. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. It's Shang-Chi, apparently all the Disney marketing and all throughout the movie. So apologies for that. Um, that hit theaters on September 3rd. Marvel's What If series on Disney Plus released its third episode um, called What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands. Uh, we will be chatting length about both of those today on today's episode. Um, but before we get into that, let me start with a spoiler warning for both Shang-Chi and Marvel's What If. If you haven't seen either of those, I do recommend that you stop listening now and come back later once you have. So without further ado, on to some EXP grind. Guys, what's everyone been up to? Let's start with you, Steven. Um, well, he see. watched episode four. Yeah, episode four <laughs> of What If. Yeah. I just messed um, up. I'm sorry. <laughs> did watch What If. Um, I started rewatching Letter Kenny. Oh, um, nice. Your patter. It's good at her. Uh, I need to watch the newest seasons, but I was like, eh, might as well just rewatch the whole thing since it's so short. Um, so I've been watching that. I have kind of been all over the place playing stuff. Um, I started back on Horizon Zero Dawn, still trying to beat it. Um, hopefully, hopefully you can stick with it this time. Um, I've also been going back to Monster Hunter Stories too. Um, playing some of the new content that was dropped. A couple new monsters came out. Um, Who are what are they? They are Soul Seer, Mizutsuni, and Elder Frost Gameth. Nice. It's uh, usually like <laughs> the newer versions of the monsters always have some kind of like cool little either different color pattern or feature to them. Like this one that came out before called Bolt Reaver Astalos, where it's like a big black dragon and it can make uh, green electricity appear on its wings. But this one already has the green electricity, so when it powers up again, it turns it blue, which is uh, just kind of cool. Um, I started No More Heroes 3. Um, I stopped, though, just because I kind of wasn't feeling it at the moment, but I would like to dive back into it. Um, played some more Tribes of Midgard, beat the Saga boss. Um, other than that, that's it. So on the tries of Midgard conversation, now that you have beaten that boss and have a little bit more of, I guess, what was intended to be what um, the experience that you had in the game, do you like it a little bit better than our last, uh, how we last left it? Yeah, because it's still just something I can just hop into and don't have to put hardly, hardly any like thought process into it. Um, that and kind of getting to know like what should be built first and what should all get done as soon as possible definitely is starting to help it okay yeah i wouldn't mind giving another go 
I'm still a little bit salty myself, but not so much at this point. It's been enough time removed from our last try um, that I wouldn't mind giving another go. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I, I kind of, I'm so salty. I'm, there's a I'm pretty salty on that game. I'll be real. I think uh, even if you beat the Saga Voss, I think Fimble Winter still comes on day 15, but I can't confirm that. Yeah, I just feel like there's so much to do in that game, and the only even you fifty. When we talked about this last week, go listen to that. <laughs> Tim, you want to go next? Sure, man. Uh, let's see. What have I been doing? Oh, what have I been doing? Um, well, uh, what have I been doing? Uh, I started, real life news. Uh, well, okay. Well, yeah, I I, uh, I got a, a new job. So job, I got a new job. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I got a new job, so I'm 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 leaving my current job um, at Yield Movie House, um, and I'm moving back towards where Cody and uh, Stephen are. So picked a great time to move away, Christian. So that's cool. Hey, I'm uh, still not that far. <laughs> I'm only like two and two hours, ten minutes away, rather than like fifteen. So that's not actually not too bad i mean I'm, I'm three and a half so um so yeah that i um, did that. that that was the big kind of news personally for me this week but beyond that i um i actually haven't watched critical role this week because it's been kind of a weird week been kind of busy haven't had a chance to really kind of sit down and do it um but I, I can tell you one thing that I did for sure that I, I know that I can talk about. Uh, I started playing Ghosts of Shishima, the PS5 edition, because I don't know why I didn't play it on the PS4 or even before now, because I'm really enjoying it. And I don't know why I didn't enjoy it before. If I'm being like, as I'm playing it, I'm like, I don't know why I stopped playing this the first time. Um, your defense you did try or you did play a bit on the ps4 right yeah yeah we did once the legends thing came out i know i played a little bit with you guys Mm -hmm. Uh, i I don't know why it was i didn't get into it maybe i just wasn't in the right headspace that's the only thing i can think of is i just wasn't in the right headspace or maybe i was more focused on playing something else when the game came out maybe I, i don't really know but uh I'm really enjoying it, <laughs> and I understand why you guys like rate it so high. I think Christian, it might be your favorite game now. Yep, it's um, like my number two. Yeah, yeah, I think yours because yours is the remake. Yeah, 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 remake. Final Fantasy VII in general will always be number one. I don't know about you, Stephen. If you if you play Ghost of Shima, right? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm. I'm I haven't gotten too far in the actual story because I'm one of those people that's like, oh my god, what's this shiny thing over here? I gotta know what all the question marks are. Um, so I, I, I haven't gotten too far. I'm still in Act One. If mm-hmm. and, and like, I realized like as I was running around this island, I was like, this island's huge. And then I realized that above it, there's like even a bigger island. And I was like, I'm gonna be playing this game for forever. <laughs> Uh, the game. What's nice about the game, you know, it's broken up into those acts, and um, as you're um, exploring in Act One, they'll become like a, a bottleneck point where, like, you know, once you've finished exploring that first initial area, you'll have to go progress in the story. And I think that's where I am because everything else, like, it won't let me into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sorry, I mean, I mean, to interrupt you. No, no, no. You're good. No, yeah. Keep keep trucking along. You need to join us in Legends. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. So, yeah, that's mainly what i've been doing is playing that i play a little bit of 14 but i needed to take a break not because i didn't want to play it anymore but because i ran out of arrested exp <laughs> so i need to get that back because that's how you level so i'm taking about a week break and then i'll probably play for a little bit before i have to move and take a week break from everything maybe even i might have to there might be a week where i can't even do this podcast just a heads up so it's understandable uh, moving is a pain yeah um so yeah that's what i've been doing pretty much it's been kind of a crazy week because i haven't watched any critical role or anything and i I can tell i haven't watching it because i'm like oh i forgot that i'm not watching this right now (laughs) um but it's just because i've been focused on ghost of shishima and then all the stuff with trying to figure out you know uprooting my life and changing my whole work ethic and you know the next month or so is going to be a little stressful but i'll get back into it so anyway um cody or you know you you christian <laughs> go for it Katie. uh yeah i watched episode four of what if 
Oh, I did that too. And uh, Shang-Chi. I did that. And Shang-Chi. Shang, sorry. Sorry. I'm going to do that like 8,000 times. I'm going to keep saying Shang. Yeah. Shang probably. <laughs> um, I'm also playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm um, going through a new game plus, and I've been playing yeah, Legends. You, you got the plat, right? You and yeah, 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 yeah. I got the plat. You the platinum, Steven? I did, yeah. It's uh, it's not a hard platinum to do. Essentially, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, um, oh, the game that Steven's playing that he just mentioned, uh, Horizon, where you just have to kind of do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing that and Legends. I have no desire to play Tribes of Midgar right now. Um, I've been rewatching The Walking Dead. I think we briefly talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, I think I'm somewhere in season five now. Um, but I'm also like skipping through a lot of the episodes because, like, I know what happens, and I just kind of want to get to certain points in the show. I've done that in rewatches before. Um. Not of The Walking Dead or the other shows, because I don't really want. I'm I'm up to the point where uh, Abraham shows up, and he's one of my favorite characters. Oh, that's the redhead dude. Yeah, it's Blake. Yeah. N- nobody listening to this probably knows who Blake is, but it's Blake. It's Blake. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't really done a whole lot. Just work. So, what about you, Christian? Cool. Yeah, uh, I'm really enjoying playing uh, some more Ghost of Shima. Um, honestly, with that PS5 upgrade, uh, I was kind of looking for an excuse to play that game anyway again. So even if they hadn't given you like the save transfer, free platinum, essentially upgrade to the PS5, I probably would have redone it. Um, the thing about Ghost of Shima, I think that really clicked with me is that I've been playing Assassin's Creed since the beginning of the franchise and essentially this game in its first installment is became what I've always wanted Assassin's Creed to be. Um, and I, I still stupidly hang on to the Assassin's Creed franchise, hoping that it'll turn into essentially ghost of Tsushima. Um, so that's why I just love it so much. I, also, you know, just feudal Japan's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Are they, um, are they doing a sequel? They're probably doing a sequel. Are they? Pretty sure. I, think they are. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. I think this is like their new flagship franchise. Uh, the first one did really well. So, if they keep doing stuff like that, I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, especially since they went through the hassle of bringing the director's cut uh, to the PS5. I think that's kind of a proof that like it's did, doing pretty well or did pretty well when the, it launched on the PS4. Um, so yeah, really enjoying playing through Legends. Uh, tried out the new Rivals mode. Um, I didn't think I'd like it. And to be honest, it's not like, you know, my go-to when playing the multiplayer in there, but it's for a 2v2 mode, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's not, it's not exactly what you would consider because essentially it's PVE and then it's the first one to rack up enough points and then you're also kind of like screwing each other over at the same time. Um, so it is cool. That's like a different spin on a multiplayer mode that I probably wouldn't have otherwise played yeah. had I not been so tempted just because it was in my one of my favorite games. Um, outside of that, uh, I did play a couple like smaller games. I don't know if you guys had seen it on the PlayStation Store, and I think it's on probably like PC and a bunch of other stuff as well. But it's called Last Stop. It's like a narrative-based game. I played it on the PS5. Basically, just think of like what if Twilight Zone was extremely British. You play like three different characters, and you go through these different events. Um, and you just kind of follow along through their lives. It's kind of it's crossed between like a Telltale game and I don't know like Twilight Zone, um, and a bunch of weird stuff starts happening. I won't waste a bunch of time explaining it, but it was pretty cool. It was like, I think like $25 on the PSN. Um, and I was kind of wanting a game to play that wasn't going to take too long to get through. So I thought it was a worthy investment. I enjoyed it. I'm probably will never touch it again, honestly, now that I've beaten it. Um, and then I very briefly tried out uh, Super Animal Royale on PS5. Basically, it's in the name. Uh, so you play, it's a battle royale. You play as an anthropomorphic animal carry around like a samurai sword or a gun and you try to kill each other and be the last one standing it's pretty terrible not gonna lie it's uh yeah i played one match and i was like this is garbage even for a free game be careful what you say cody might say well now that you mentioned that (laughs) i actually interned with the (laughs) i interned i have a friend who might listen to this podcast i interned with the one guy 
<laughs> yeah, not getting me again. Nice try. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so it's I don't think I'll ever really touch that again, honestly. Um, despite it, you know, being free game, it might get some updates down the line. It's if I'm gonna play any sort of battle royale mode at this point, I'll probably just be you know Warzone or whatever future iteration of that comes along uh, with you guys. But yeah, that's honestly about it for me. Um, so let's go into one of the, I guess, the mini uh, topics of the show, Marvel's What If. So for this week's episode, after losing his girlfriend, just as a little bit of a synopsis for uh, those listening, after losing his girlfriend, Dr. Christine Palmer in a car crash, Dr. Stephen Strange travels to Kamartaj, sorry for pronunciation, and learns the mystic arts. He discovers the Eye of Agamotto, Agamotto which can manipulate Agamotto. time. Okay. Which can manipulate, <laughs> but is warned by the Ancient One and Wong uh, that doing so could destroy reality. Two years later, Strange repeatedly attempts to use the eye to save Palmer, but she still dies in every single scenario. The Ancient One tells Strange that Palmer's death is an absolute point in the timeline that cannot be undone, but Strange refuses to listen. Using the power of Dark Dimension, the Ancient One splits Strange into two alternate versions. One Strange accepts Palmer's death, while the other discovers how to gain power by absorbing mystical beings, becoming Strange Supreme. The evil version overpowers the good Strange, absorbs them, and uses power to resurrect Palmer, tearing reality apart. Strange Supreme begs the Watcher for help, but he refuses to intervene. Palmer disintegrates, and the universe collapses, leaving Strange to grieve alone. So, Tim, I know Doctor Strange is one of your favorites. So I'm really curious, and have you start this conversation off? What do you think? Yeah, so I'm a I'm a big Doctor Strange fan. I have the thing on my wall over there that's like a comic book thing that's like made out of metal or whatever. Um, one of those from Iron Man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I really like him. Uh, I really like Doctor Strange. In fact, I, I'm probably going to be talking about him again a little bit later. Um, I don't know a lot about the comic books or, you know, all of Doctor Strange's powers, ironically. I just really like the movie, and Matt said that he thought I would like the character, and I do. Um, and I like the whole mystical time travel kind of thing that Doctor Strange kind of plays around in my favorite show is Doctor Who. Um the episode i thought this was my favorite one of the four that have been out and depending on what happened with the other one this might go down as my favorite one which is a little bit um sad because it's a very sad episode um because it deals more with the fact that you know like as you said that uh dr strange loses his girlfriend i think is whatever his love interest significant loses, other yeah something love interest um and as a fixed point in time in this universe it's a fixed point in time or that's how he becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. Whereas in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the one that we watched, he just gets in a car accident and he can't do surgery anymore with his hands. Um, but in this universe, he loses his love and he snaps and turns evil. Um, and essentially, they don't give the time frame, but like it's, it was a long time that he was like absorbing other souls or they, whatever it was. He mentioned it was centuries. Yeah, it was a few hundred years or something like that that he did that and all in an effort to try to reverse an absolute point which i like the whole absolute point thing doctor who like kind of flirted with fixed points in time a little bit and early on in the show and then they're just like we're not doing that anymore um so i actually like the whole idea of like there's certain moments in time and history that they're just they're absolute this is what's always going to happen you can't avoid it like like i uh, forget her name what was her name you said in the recap what was Dr. christina name? palmer yeah like she's always going to die like it doesn't matter because it didn't even matter if she was in the car or not like she would get shot at a restaurant or like the hotel she was in blew up in one of the scenes um like it didn't matter what he did um you know that in this universe that's what had to happen i also liked that the watcher was a little bit more of a character mm. in this episode because dr strange talks to him mm -hmm. uh and i watched uh, like a, a watch mojo thing about uh 10 easter eggs from episode four or 10 things you didn't know about dr strange from episode four it was one of those kind of things and apparently that's not the only time that dr strange has ever talked to the watcher before so it's a it's can that he can do that so um even the current dr strange in this mcu could do that if you wanted to um so yeah um i'm interested because it seems like dr strange is going to be playing a much bigger role um in the mcu going forward because he's in spider-man and he has his own movie with other things going on um yeah and you know obviously Benjamin coming back just great and he voices his different character in this whole thing um but i thought it was a great episode like i said it is probably my favorite of the four what do you guys think 
If uh, kind of a side note, but I, I, if I remember correctly, I know in one Marvel movie you actually see like live action Watchers because it was also a Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, I yeah. Can't remember which movie? I think it's like Infinity, not Infinity War. Um, mm. Ultron. It may, uh, it may be Ultron. Yeah, sure. I think it, I thought it was one of the Avengers one that was the cameo. I, I Maybe like Guardians. Either, I was thinking either Guardians or Ragnarok, but I'm not one sure. One of those two. It's one of those ones that takes place in like space, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the episode too. Um, I still think the Black Panther one, or I guess that's not accurate, but the T'Challa one was my favorite. This mm-hmm. one's definitely second, huh? Okay, I said he was in it. It's Black Panther. Yeah, but I guess he never technically got the mantle of Black Panther in that. Sure, but, sure. Um, I did like this one had, yeah, a, more of an emotional story to it, where the rest have been like, haha, fish joke, you know? Oh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, but uh, I'm glad that it, in a weird way, didn't have a happy ending, because that's just what you're used to seeing with Marvel stuff, except for like Infinity War, maybe. Um. Yeah. No, really. I'm, I'm, I'm interested because, like, technically, that I guess like he's he, he's in like a pocket kind of like small universe. It's just him sitting in there. That's like it's what the end of the episode implies. And I was just kind of like, I wonder if he can get out of there, and we'll see him again. I think and, it would be cool to see like a like. Well, if she's always gonna die in this story, what if, if like our yeah yeah what if our Doctor Strange like kept trying to like go back and make it to where he didn't lose his hands at first or something yeah. which i guess wouldn't really affect him that much because he gets the powers anyway yeah um she doesn't actually die in dr strange though right no. I remember and i don't th- i didn't think so i did I think they like reconciled i'm pretty sure he's alone in that car in the actual movie he is yeah yeah because i think that's when like yeah that crash happens Pretty sure he's Which alive. is weird, because like the crash happens and like she dies, mm. but yet his hands in that episode are just they're fine. They could have at least gotten hurting as well. Yeah, I think that Unless was the did, what if. What, like the beginning was like, what if he didn't hurt his hands? He like or like oh. didn't lose his hands? Yeah, he lost his heart. Like, yeah, it's what what if Doctor Strange didn't lose his hands? He lost his heart. I I, I feel like. <laughs> Just nitpicking. I need to watch the movie and then watch the episode. Be like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if he crashed in that exact same spot, his hands should have been hurt and she should have survived. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe it. Uh, what did y'all two think of it, Cody? Um, yeah, it's definitely number two for me. Um, the T'Challa episode was was number one for sure. Um. It was really good though. I like. I, I I don't really consider the the pre episode three to have a happy ending either. Really, I mean, like literally all of them died except it's for true. except for like Strange. I guess three kind of gives it a more like there's still hope type of ending. Kinda, yeah, I guess. Um, Whereas this one's like no. this one was just like <laughs> no, <laughs> he's literally just stuck on some asphalt for the rest of eternity, alone, alone. He probably can't die anymore, so he's really just stuck there. Yeah. So Which is why I wonder if he's gonna like Benedict Cumberbatch is gonna like show up and fight himself again. Cause like maybe if he has all eternity just in that little patch of asphalt, maybe he can find a way out of it. He's the supreme sorcerer or whatever it was. Yeah. Or oh, strange supreme, that's what it was. Which sounds like a pizza. <laughs> it sounds like an item of like a really bad pizza or something. Can I get the strange supreme? <laughs> Like you don't want that, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty strange. Um, no, I I enjoyed it. Um, it was nice to see, like I guess you know, just the different scenario. But I don't really know how I felt about the whole like the old source of Supreme came forward in time, but not really, and then split him into two and. Uh, oh the ancient one yeah the ancient one um that was a little kooky for me um but i mean i i did i enjoyed the story but i think that's what killed it as far as like it being my favorite like it was just kind of like i don't really get it but sure yeah um yeah i mean it was good i'm glad that benedict cumberbatch actually voiced it um i know that they've gotten most of the actors to voice their characters so far like i know chadwick boseman 
uh, recorded three episodes as T'Challa. Um, I think the only ones that haven't been voiced is like Peter Quill and uh, Steve Rogers and Black Widow. I think they were the only ones. No. I I don't know if Iron Man ever talked in that Avengers one, but I don't. If he did, I don't think it was. It probably wasn't RDJ, but he did talk. Yeah. Um, well, if it wasn't RDJ, they did a pretty good job. They did a really good job. Yeah. Um, I'll look it up while Christian tells us what he uh he thought. Yeah. So I mean, I the one with T'Challa becoming uh you know the front runner of Guardians of the Galaxy was definitely my favorite for I think for the exact same reasons that this was Tim's favorite and Guardians they got I mean we can talk about this a little bit more later on at the end of the podcast today but Guardians of the Galaxy is one of my favorite um, franchises in the Marvel Universe and the MCU so far and so just having another excuse to go back into that uh, world with those characters especially in that episode where it explored characters that were kind of not even really part of like the the team in the movies um, with the exception of Yondu um yeah, so like that one was definitely my favorite. I thought this one was cool. Um, I like the way it went, and like Steven said, I, I kind of liked that it ended on not necessarily a happy note, because um, I think that like it's it's neat that all these like you know what if scenarios, um, very well could have happened given you know a couple minor um, tweaks to the timeline. So I'll yeah. definitely be curious to see what happens next with the zombies and um, how many more are there? I don't think I even know. Eight. I think there's eight or nine. Okay. Um. Real quick, not to interrupt, Mick Wingert was the guy that voices Iron Man for four episodes. Um, that just sounds like a, an order I would make. And uh, yeah, can I get the Mick Winger? <laughs> Drax wasn't Dave it's Batista. Drax was a guy named Fred Tataskery. I I, I I definitely remember the Batista thing. Now you mentioned it because I remember seeing some kind of article. He was like, "Yeah, I was asked to come back as Batista." I'm like making a big deal about it and i'm like that's fine because he yeah. talked like three words and that's it yeah yeah uh, karen gillian did do nebula yeah shout out to doctor who people uh, christine palmer was um rachel mcadams uh, yondu was michael rooker the guy that benedict wong was wong they worked real hard on his name yeah <laughs> uh yeah it looks Although like long's probably like an actual character from the comic book and it just so happens that yeah it looks like almost literally everyone that's a main character was voiced by their actor that's cool yeah there's just cool. like a handful well so that's that's pretty awesome i thought it was really cool i thought it was cool that dr strange fought dr strange personally yeah yeah Anything else to add, guys, before we move on? It was a very Dragon Ball Z-esque fight at a, at a few points. They were just yeah. firing energy blasts out of their hands. The uh, the part where the two capes were fighting just made me think of Magic Carpet from Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually probably, like, I don't know, intentionally hilarious to me was the two capes were fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I forgot the cape because the cape does have a personality because even in Doctor Strange, like it like floats in the air before he puts it on him. Yeah. Cool. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and move on to our I guess main topic of the show today, which is Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, a movie I was personally really excited for since the beginning of the year um, when we did our little Metacritic predictions list that kind of you know faded away to nothing that? <laughs> uh so i'm i'm happy this movie is now out um and i really really loved and enjoyed going to see it and uh you know introducing the newest avenger that's probably going to be around for at least a bit um in mcu's phase four if not um further beyond that um so you know in this movie it's it's shang chi well i'll do another spoiler warning for everyone out there just Thanks. so you know. Just to make sure that, you know, in case anybody missed the first one. Yeah, in case anyone missed that really, you know, intense disclaimer at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people just, this aren't paying attention sometimes. And, you know, they miss some things. And they, in case you're wondering what we're all being really passive about, uh, we had to stop the episode halfway through what we were talking about at some point. 
they don't uh, know that because you edited it. Yeah, they don't. You have no idea. But uh, me and Tim both just missed his spoiler warning at the beginning, and now he's just giving us crap about it. So that's what this is. <laughs> Anywho, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings centers around a hotel valet, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, however you want to say it. No, I'm an entertainer at this point, so. I mean, I know that's the correct way. I'm just saying I've said it Shang-Chi for so long that I don't think I'm going to be able to stop myself every single time. Potato, potato. Yeah. Uh, As he is forced to return home to fight the demons of his past, including his father and the leader of the powerful Ten Rings organization. Uh, With his father as the film's antagonist, the deep family tension between him, Shang-Chi, and his sister helps create the driving force for a overall very funny and intense movie. Um, a lot of the comedy moments throughout the film, uh, typical for the MCU, was brought to you by the sidekick Katie, as well as um, what I thought was great with, uh, um, God, my gosh, what's the actor who plays Trevor Slattery? Uh, ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley plays Trevor Slattery, played the fake Mandarin back in Iron Man 3, came back up. So there's a backstory on that. Um, you know, there was like a Marvel one shot film short film thing or whatever the steven i think you said it was like a short that was included in the iron man 3 blu-ray right yeah pretty sure it was because I, uh, I, I had definitely seen it before okay and it was really weird like the day before i went to see this movie turned on disney plus and it was like hey you should probably watch this and i was like i don't even know what this is it was like a 10 minute clip and it was about this guy from the tendering organization interviewing trevor slattery and getting mad at him and taking him hostage breaking him out of prison and then bringing him back to the ten rings base um, and keeping him captive until you see him in Shang-Chi. So that was really cool that that was actually canon. And that was back in 2014. And here we are seven years later. And it was actually canon. So I thought that was really cool. Um, there are no, a couple of notable cameos throughout the film, including Wong um, at a few moments throughout it. Um, and then uh, Doctor Strange, uh, sorry, Wong from Doctor Strange, Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel popped up briefly in a post-credits end scene um, discussing the origin and the hidden powers of the Ten Rings um so to switch it up the order let's start with start off with you cody what were your overall impressions of the film uh it's easily i mean again we'll talk about this in a little bit but easily my new favorite marvel movie um i thought it was fantastic uh which is so there's it's still weird like i thought the whole movie was amazing but i still can't stop talking about the bus fight scene Mm-hmm. like that was so good it was so First well of all, done it was long like yeah. it wasn't like just your typical marvel fight kind of thing yeah it was like a good 15 minutes yeah of like fighting on a bus and it was really well done soundtrack the kung fu fight it all yeah. was there um no I, I really enjoyed it i i still have gripes with it like even you though it's like something and critique it you know yeah. um like, uh, I don't have anything against Aquafina, but she was just like, I, she was just there. Um, comic, comic relief yeah. until Trevor Slattery came in. Um, I I have issue. I'm sure they'll explain it, but I have issue that it was Bruce Banner, not in Hulk Bruce form, Professor Hulk or whatever. I think that probably is going to tie into the She-Hulk series. Uh, I'm sure. Maybe even he's not in Guardians. No, never mind. No. That kind of was like meh, um, but really like, I, and I think I ran into Christian a little bit about this. Like, so in the movie when he meets his aunt and she's like all air bending and everything, and she like it's like oh they set it up like it's like I'm gonna tell you what you need to do like you need to accept yourself and then I'll teach you how to air bend, and then he's like okay, and then he goes and pouts on a rock and Aquafina walks over and he's like I'm not gonna do any of that I'm just gonna kill him. And then, like, just does the opposite, but then does it anyway. Just just does a little airbendy move when he fights his dad and takes over the rings like his mom did. And it's just like, oh, cool. You didn't learn anything, but you just know how to do it. That's Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. My only yeah, he, big gripe for the movie. He gazed into the dragon's eyes and he told him everything he needed to know. He breathed, his, he breathed his bubbles and was like, ah, inner peace. But like other than that, it was it was fantastic. Uh, like I didn't expect as many people to die at that end fight as that as yeah. did. Like it's a good thing that thing's dead because there's nobody to protect it anymore. Like I, I genuinely expected when 
they killed the thing that all the souls were gonna get like released i did too and then it didn't happen and i was like oh the old man that she was just immediately attached to is just he's just dead like i really like i don't know one why she didn't shoot the demon that had his soul panic i just like but yeah but nailed that thing in the neck just spot on yeah no so many people died uh that i i did not expect them to just be perma dead i expected you know some miraculous soul returnal they're on still alive so that'll bring in some great um further backstory i'm sure in the whatever future sequel comes along mm-hmm. um yeah i thought it was great just minor continuity things bug me but that bugs me in almost anything i watch like like the walking dead for instance like watching season one like in the very first few episodes there are zombies that like pick up rocks to break windows and can open doors um and shit like that but uh they can't do that no more so yeah just little things Uh, bug me steven you want to win uh yeah i mean i feel the same uh not the same gripes but the same as like it's it's a really good movie like it's fantastic like i will say i honestly had no i didn't pay attention to this movie at all until they started releasing the trailer same like because i said i don't really know shang chi you know i'm sure i'll be interested once i see the movie but as for now i don't know um but i mean back to the bus scene like that the whole thing was just fantastic like you said the choreography the soundtrack the little jackie chan nods like it was it was fantastic yeah it was um, so well done it was cool seeing um the whole little uh arena place like the little easter eggs there like the extremist soldier fighting the black widow and the abomination of course mm-hmm. um which looked very say, different yeah apparently it's more comic accurate now but i I don't know um you're talking about like it's like the golden dagger right like that fight ring yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, his his sister yeah i will say when it came his turn to fight i expected that to be a little more flashier yeah um but i guess it makes up for it since they did the whole side of the building thing yeah right after it so they probably didn't want to get too into it um (laughs) <laughs> I kind of feel the same way about Aquafina. Like I don't typically well, I mean, I've seen some of her stuff. Like I, I can't say I don't think she's that funny, but um I mean I didn't really have a general issue with her in this movie like I thought I might. I I don't know. It, like I didn't have a problem with her. Like I don't know that I've seen her in much of anything really outside of I've like s- I've seen her show a, a few episodes. I've seen I mean I saw her in Raya. I mean, but you know, that's an entirely different beast. Yeah. Um, um she was good in it, Jumanji. Uh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. At, I mean she, yeah, she she was acting as um I get who uh, she is now. What's her face? Or what's yeah. his face? Um yeah. it's always sunny. I can't remember his name. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, thank you. Yeah, she did really well. Um yeah, I don't know. Um what was I gonna say? Crap um sorry <laughs> no you're good i i legitimately just lost my my thought though it's all right we can come back to you if you want if you want to think on it yeah that's fine tim you want to share your thoughts yeah so uh i didn't even know shang chi was a thing until we were doing this podcast and you christian brought it up and i was like what are you even talking about what is shang chi or shang chi or whatever you want to call it um and i went into this movie with zero expectations i was like we'll see what this is i don't know what this is going to be like uh i'm low-key a big fan of like kung fu movies like i like muscle mm-hmm. and raid redemption and whatnot Dude, but raid oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, that movie's great um and you know but the one thing that's always kind of missing about them is that they always seem kind of low budget so like this is what you know it's like hey we're marvel and we're gonna make a kung fu action superhero movie and i was like an 11 year old kid in that movie theater man i was like this is the best thing 
I've seen since I watched like The Matrix. I think. Yeah. It, it was, <laughs> like this is. It gave me this some is so real, cool. Uh, <laughs> some real Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon vibes. Yeah, the, I even said that I was like, this is like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon meets like Doctor Strange. It, it was really nice seeing that uh that actor that actress from the that movie as well because I haven't seen her in anything in a long time. Yeah. The, um, his aunt. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the whole movie was pretty well good. It, it, it you know it might have had some little continuity issues here and there, but like for the most part it made sense uh i mean you know at the beginning of the movie that like at the end of this movie shang chi is going to be getting the 10 rings because you know that's the whole purpose of that's like it's where he gets his like power or whatever yeah um so i, I think it's cool that he's going to be like he's officially made like the first new avenger for the marvel universe going forward um and i think that's really awesome and i think the person who played him i'm sorry i don't know his name off the top of my head yeah, did a know. really really good job um i i didn't have a problem with aquafina at all i except for one part and this is what kind of bugs me at the end of the movie the wong comes through the portal right and he was like you you have the rings come on and you you can kind of shoot a bow right you can come too because we need you for this for the future yeah i I didn't understand what she was needed for because he was really just like you need her she can barely shoot a bow and arrow yeah he's like shang chi and then he's like yeah come you need it you too and i was like i guess if i guess if he didn't say that shang chi could just be like can she come he's like okay maybe 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 it's that simple maybe he was just like yeah i know you're gonna want to bring her too come on yeah Uh, (laughs) um i think what i was gonna say was that like i also like that this without any this honestly felt like it wasn't even a marvel movie if they didn't yeah. pepper in a few like references like, it wasn't for the fact that like uh they had like other references in there and you know the whole point at the end is that he joins and becomes an avenger it would not have felt like a marvel movie yeah like um like me and cody saw it together and then two of my other friends uh, went with us and one of them isn't like caught up on any of the disney plus series or anything he's like just gonna spoil it i was like honestly i don't know but that didn't spoil any movie in the mcu maybe maybe iron man 3 yeah maybe that maybe with when when tony it's true shows up that and it like very very subtle references to the whole blip thing but like it didn't spoil anything nope and like that's the the cool part about it is that this movie can really stand on its own it doesn't yeah you should watch it. You should totally watch it. Don't just skip it because it's not a really kind of thing with like, the Marvel. To be honest, the Eternals trailer spoiled more than Chang, uh, Shang-Chi yeah. did. I could see this as like the, the like Iron Man one of this like whole yeah. new yeah. I could totally see Marvel that era. For sure. I could totally see that. Yeah, that dude, Christian, sorry. No, you're fine, man. I, uh, I'm in agreement. I think with pretty much everyone here, uh, it's shot at the top of my MCU list, short list of you know favorite films. Um, I think one of the reasons why I thought it was so great um, is, is very similar to why I thought Black Panther was so great and so successful, is that they really dived into um, a particular nation's culture and like really brought that prevalent into the film and, and brought all of it um, in there. So like at the towards the end of the movie, Talo is that how you say it? The like mystical yeah. It's place that they end up in they have like the final uh, battle and you know you see a nod to like you know the figurehead um stonehead lion um you know is actually walking around and this umbrella mm-hmm. looks really cool you actually have the nine tails in there the phoenix pops up briefly it's i guess like a warning sign like when intruders are coming in they catch on fire <laughs> Trevor slaughter is like that bro's on fire <laughs> um but anyway so i i really appreciated it um through that lens um and like that they brought that in and made it a lot more um uh interesting into that regard rather than just like the recycling the same old mcu formula just it's another superhero movie where they've got you know whatever power and, and then they've just assembled this team of you know kind cult. of a kind of speaking on that formula i'm extremely glad there was not any kind of love connection between the main character they tried to they tried got really excited they when she like, took a shirt off <laughs> they they tried but then they're like no we're not doing that and i'm like thank you like the mom and dad or advance is fine of course but like i'm, I'm glad they didn't push something like that because it doesn't it didn't oh, need it 
I thought it was implied that they were together at the end of the movie. They tried to imply it, I think. Like, I don't know that it's actually what I happened. Don't think they say it, but like, I think the implication is that they 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 definitely implied that they were like super close, like from the get go. And then Man. when the grandmother was like, "When are you gonna propose to her?" or whatever. If they want to do that in like Shang Chi too, that's fine. I'm just glad they didn't do it in this one because yeah. this felt more like an origin story rather than like a oh I gotta do this for the person I love type yeah. thing. True. Yeah. I mean, if you're liking it to like Iron Man, like this movie's Iron Man. I mean, it took like two or three movies for Tony Stark and yeah. to get together. Yeah, I I will say that they have one of those relationships that is that they're so close that like at any moment they're just casually like yeah we're together now. Be like okay that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And honestly, like, if they, in the movie, would be like, yeah, we're together now, like, that's kind of how I want it to be. Like, yeah, we're together. That's it. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't need to have, like, big emotional scenes. It's, no, we're together. Yeah. So, guys, let's do a uh, um, round robin here. What would you give this movie out of 10? 10. Cody? 10. Yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, it's a unanimous all at once. 10. I didn't say 10, but. Oh, Tim. Thank you. What were you, what were we saying? Oh, I'd give it a 10. No. <laughs> I just didn't say anything. You said it's unanimous. I was like, you asked me. I just heard multiple people say 10, and I just assumed that it was everyone just shouting 10 at me. So I thought, I thought that's what I'm, I... Oh, I didn't say it was 10. What is it? A 10. I mean, I mean, 10 out of 10 is kind of probably a little bit over-exaggeration. It's at least a 9 or 9.5. It's pretty close to 10, so I'd say 10 because everyone else did. It's a 10. Yeah, I think I'm kind of in that ballpark. I think I would 9, 9.5 borderline yeah. 10 yeah um there's like there's just like it the only reason it's not a 10 would be for like nitpicky reasons and i'm just yeah. do that so it's a 10 i have a lot of nitpicky reasons but i'm still giving it a 10 um speaking of movies that we really like uh how about let's switch not really too much into a different conversation of what are our top three marvel movies thus far in the mcu so this doesn't necessarily have to be you know, first one you mentioned is like your absolute favorite, and then second and third. It could just be your top three. If it's three that's all tied for first place, that's fine too. Just the mm. first three that come to mind. Now, are we strictly doing MCU? Yes. Okay. Oh, thank God. It makes it a little that's yeah, way, way easier. easier. <laughs> I was like, we're doing movies of all time. Ah, uh, uh, that's another episode. Uh, yeah. MCU, it's MCU, yeah. For me, I'd say in no particular order, definitely Shang-Chi for sure. Um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and then Avengers Infinity War. Okay. I thought about Iron Man too, but I was like, Infinity Infinity War is amazing. Like, uh, I like Infinity War a lot better than Endgame. Really? Personally. Even though it ends terribly? Yeah. Yeah. See you later, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Thanos wins. That's the one I like. It's like, oh, I don't care about you. I don't care about... Oh, no, not you. (laughs) (laughs) Cody? uh shang chi for sure um thor ragnarok and uh guardians of the galaxy one. Oh, those are my three what about uh, you tim uh it's shang chi <laughs> uh <laughs> actually <laughs> it's pronounced manga ragnarok also with cody i love ragnarok thor ragnarok and Doctor Strange. Okay, you said the first one you mentioned was Shang Chi, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Shang Chi, Shang Shang Chi. So if that's if that speaks to the the level of quality of this movie, um, all four of us. So yeah, my my, I'll actually just give you my order. Like, there's I a think. case it could be number one for me, but it, like, it is stream, like it could just be like because it's so fresh in my head. Yeah, yeah. It, as of right now, it is my number one. I uh and you're right it might honestly just be because we're fresh off of it but if I were to to rate right now in order Shang-Chi would be number one Guardians of the Galaxy number one uh, would be my number two uh and three <laughs> it's really close between the original Iron Man and Endgame for me yeah uh honestly the uh, Iron Man I just loved as like the it was the first like big origin story um for the MCU that we all love for t- um nowadays Endgame was like the only movie in a really long time where I just like was so happy and also extremely sad 
and it's like it's a superhero movie like i don't like i've seen so many like sappy like you know movies that like are supposed to make you cry and like i think this is actually the only one that i can think of off the top of my head that i've seen in the past couple years that actually kind of made me tear up maybe that's why i don't like endgame as much because iron man is my favorite superhero oh yeah see like and i think there's somebody else that dies in there i don't know i can't remember black widow black widow all right um (laughs) (laughs) we forgot about her just like disney um, they should they should have killed her like <laughs> anyway uh the only reason i didn't say in game right because i do think that like it might be up there in the top three but i feel like the only reason it is is because of the movies before it yeah well i that's why i didn't pick any avengers movies yeah. for me because like avengers movies is their culmination of a bunch of other movies so it's kind of an unfair advantage if i pick one in my opinion right that, that's that's why i i didn't pick one i'll say if we're going off that logic i'll replace infinity war with iron man 2 okay. but i mean you, um, you can have no no no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no i just like to have the options <laughs> uh i think i like infinity war over endgame more just because like infinity war just had so many moments that just made me like holy crap yeah, like the the thing with Thanos throwing the planet at or the moon at Iron Man. That was really cool. Yeah, and then Thor just showing up like it was just one of the greatest scenes of of any Marvel movie ever. I I agree with you fullheartedly. The one thing to this day that still bothers me about Infinity War is Thor's arc had no point. Like that, <laughs> it, it so it bothered me so much because I'm like, this is really cool. Cool, Peter Dinklage is a giant. He's gonna make a cool axe, and they're gonna go kill Thanos. And it took up like a third of the movie, and then he showed up, and they were like, nope, should have gone for the head, and then fail. Um, um, and see, like I think, uh, Endgame is better than Infinity War. Simply, like, I feel like it was way more emotional, even though like everyone died right in infinity war but like we mm-hmm. knew that wasn't gonna be there's a, a sequel yeah yeah so like it wasn't gonna be permanent they just introduced spider-man to the mcu they well worked. that was the other problem with my thing with infinity war is that, like all the people that got snapped uh had confirmed sequels people that were going forward in the mcu i was like there's another doctor strange movie there's another black panther movie there's, yeah. the next movie out is spider-man after endgame like yeah i know they didn't make anything official until after endgame officially came out but they were already in talks for doing all these things yeah Mm -hmm. uh there were confirmed sequels like spider-man was a confirmed sequel black widow or dr strange was was a confirmed yeah so it was like uh okay dusted is coming back in some form because like all these movies going forward they just killed off all their characters so either they they lied about everything that was announced or this is this is going to be undone in some way so Mm -hmm. there was that but i personally thought that when cap picked up the hammer was such a big moment for me and like the theater i was in like it was a screening but it was a packed screening and uh like everyone lost it when he picked that hammer up yeah i mean mean, that was huge that's gonna go down in cinematic history as one of the best cinematic um that that and when you know like sam's like on your left and then all the like avenger army yeah shows up um the only like i still have gripes with even cat picking up the hammer because like i feel like i don't know should he have been able to use the lightning and stuff? Like, wasn't that like Thor's specific thing? Well, whoever picks up the hammer gets the power of Thor. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. That's but they fair. said that in the very first movie, whoever holds his hammer, if they be worthy, can have the power of Thor. Which may, which kind of makes you believe that Thor shouldn't be able to use the lightning then. <laughs> right. I was going to say, they kind of like undo... Like you're right, that is the thing that I'm pretty sure it's like inscribed on the side of the hammer or yeah. like the secret writing or whatever. But like in Thor four, they kind of like undo that because they're like, "Are you Thor, the god of hammers? No, you're Thor, god of thunder." Right. So because he he totally uses the lightning without the hammer, and mm-hmm. Ragnarok glowy eyes. Yeah. Because he gets all glowy, um, and they missed a huge opportunity and didn't play Thunderstruck, um, <laughs> which just bothers me on so many levels. Uh. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, because, I mean, obviously he had, um, what's the axe called? Uh, Storm- Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, yeah. And they essentially have the exact same abilities because, like, at one point they, like, accidentally switched. Yeah, I know Stormbreaker has the power to, like, summon the Bifrost and he can, like, teleport across the galaxy just using that. Yeah. Um, also, I th- Thanos totally wielded Stormbreaker at one point. Like he, Did he? He had it and was pushing it into Thor's chest. Yeah, in, in, in Endgame, when yeah. before uh, he picks the hammer up and throws at him. So is, is Thanos worthy? Like, <laughs> I don't know if that... Hmm. Does it well, have the same rules? Well, uh, It's just the hammer that has those rules, I believe. Stormbreaker doesn't have the rules. I mean... Because Odin yeah, but... at the hammer and then he throws it in after Thor in the movie. Yeah, but if we're just talking about him pushing Stormbreaker in, then he's technically not lifting it. He's just kind of like that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I guess the only other thing, but yeah, uh, gripe wise, like with all of the movies, right? Vibranium is supposed to be this like unbreakable, ridiculous metal, and Thanos chops up the shield. Yeah. And to to be fair, Thanos is pretty strong. Yeah, but like, well, I think his I strength is so inconsistent throughout the the films. Like, in the comics, he's supposed to be like powerful enough to kill them all without the stones. Period. Yeah, like he's supposed to be as strong or a little bit stronger than the Hulk, and be able to wipe them all out without the stones. But then you're talking about like a one v one situation yeah. with any of them. Yeah, I feel like if Thanos fought the avengers how they were in the first movie he probably would have won yeah but going up against literally everybody and their mama sure in game yeah no he needed the stones but, but like i mean that i guess sword. he also had his army though so yeah but i'm talking just straight physics with the sword and the shield that's supposed to be like indestructible and can take hits from thor's hammer well, I think with my brain, I don't know because I don't, I don't read the comics, so don't at me, anybody that listens to this. I think it's supposed to be the most powerful substance on Earth. I don't know about the galaxy or the universe. That's true. Yeah, I don't know because, like, even in the brain, in the vibranium inter- came from space, though. Yeah, yeah, it, from it, yeah. So maybe this order was made of vibranium. They never really said whether it was or I wasn't. Yes, that, that if they ever, I mean, they won't because Thanos is gone, so we'll never know. But like, maybe. Maybe he's gone. Um, I mean, we might see a what if version of him again. Yeah. I was going to say, there's that what if series or episode where um, uh, Gamora is wielding that that same sword. So maybe yeah. they'll talk about it in there. Oh, that would be nice, actually, if they touched on that. Guys, uh, I forgot about that. Because, yeah, like, it, it's, it's always it'll bothered me. Out, it'll start out, she'll be holding it. Somebody will be like, hey, does that break vibranium? She's like, and then she's like, yeah, sometimes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. And with my dual vibranium sword. Yeah. Depends on how, how angry I am when I'm using it. <laughs> um, or how mad I am. Because even in oh, the God. Eternals trailer, when he breaks a dude's table in half, he's like, you probably have a sweet, like, you know, safe house. What's his table made of? Vibranium? And even he smacks it knowing that vibranium is not going to break and then snaps the table in half. So, like, I, I just, ah, ah. I don't know. If he's that uh, strong, however, he didn't need the stones. That's all I'm saying. Uh, however, I need to um, say something real quick. And it's going to be a huge weight off my chest, if I'm being quite honest with you guys. I feel right like now. you're hyping up nothing, but go for it. Uh, I'm not hyping up nothing. This is a major announcement I'm about to be making. Yep. With the release of Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. I need to clarify something mm-hmm. that Iron Man 3 is now not the worst movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they finally, finally did something to pay off the fact that this dude was the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Okay. So seven years later, after this movie came out, it is now no longer the worst movie. It's just slightly above what is now the worst movie for me, which is Thor Dark World. Yeah. So that's a pretty major announcement because I've said for years that Iron Man 3 is terrible. But after I walked out of that movie, I was like, you know what? Iron Man 3 is not as terrible anymore because they finally paid that off. Maybe uh, maybe next time we can do our 
top three or at least favorite three or something. Our like bottom that. three. Oh, that's bottom that's three. a really easy list for me. I have the three Thor Dark World. I'd have to think about that. It's one. Iron Man two, Thor Dark World, and uh probably the first Captain America movie. As that was boring. I was gonna say it's either Captain America, but I, I mean I did like that. Or it's Iron Man three. It's Iron Man three because like I, I like Iron Man three, I really did. But like in terms of like all of them, yeah, it's probably down there. Or Hulk was it Hulk count? Uh see, I don't know. And, they keep no. referencing it, like it is like like the events happened. Uh, the Incredible Hulk is MCU, but Hulk isn't. Yeah. All right. Well, then Incredible Hulk, Iron Man three, Thor: Dark World. But anyway, yeah, Iron Man three is the worst movie anymore. Anywho. I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode of some kind of podcast. I'm kind of excited for next week though. Uh, I hope you guys mm-hmm. tune in. To- <laughs> All four of us will be together. I'm no. in like what, two, three years. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm dreading it. I'm <laughs> dreading it. Just don't think about it until the day of, and then, you know, it'll be fine. Uh, so yeah, join us for toasty twos. Um, it'll probably <laughs> be one of the worst days of our life, but also fun. So yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, can't wait to have some fun while I'm crying. <laughs> like the uh, pot dirt all over again. <laughs> if you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at SKO Entertainers or visit our website, skoentertainment.net, which we don't do anything with. last week. <laughs> I'll just say it if we're just going to take shots at the website. Hey, hey uh, I didn't mean that in a negative way. <laughs> I was just stating a fact. Wow. But finally, don't forget to join us next week uh, because even on the best of days, we all need some kind of entertainment. Thanks, guys. Bye. Adios. See ya.